Welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. Well, I sure love you guys and I want to teach you the word of God. And I'm very, very excited about this word that God gave me for you today. And if you'd like a title, it's simply called this. You will not miss it. You will not miss it. I want you to know you're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss the beautiful will of God. And I'm speaking to some something in the soul of so many people right now. I think there's so many people that are afraid they're going to miss God's will. They're going to miss God's appointment. They're going to miss God's timing. Hey, listen, we take care of the trusting. God will take care of the timing. You're not going to miss it. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 11. You're not going to miss it. I want you to say that. Say, I'm not going to miss it. Say that I'm not going to miss it. He makes everything beautiful. You could see it there in the if, if you guys put the new King James version or the King James version, it says he makes everything beautiful. He makes everything beautiful in its time. He knows the time. You're not going to miss it. Say that again. I'm not going to miss it. Well, oh, that encourages me. That encourages me. God encouraged me with that. He said, you're not going to miss it. Tell my people they're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. The beautiful will of God. The beautiful will of God. We've been afraid of missing it. We've been afraid of missing what is happening or what God's doing or did we miss the rapture? No, <laughs> if you're here, you didn't miss it. The apostles didn't have social media. The apostles didn't have Twitter. They didn't have the news media. We don't need all that. To be sure of God's will for our lives, we don't need that. We don't need to be on the inside of the world's knowledge. We are on the inside of God's knowledge. We are on the inside of God's kingdom. We are on the inside of God's heart and God's plan for our lives, for our families, for our church, for the body of Christ and for this earth. We are not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. Well, that's why we're here together today. There's no information in this world. That you need to find. In order to make sure you don't miss it. In John, Chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said the thief comes only to steal to kill and destroy. But I have come that you would have life and have it in abundance. The Amplified says to the full till it overflows, that you would have the life of God. To the full. Till it overflows, 
Jesus came that you would have that, that you would have. And he says, and enjoy. And we talked about the playfulness of God last Sunday. Your life with God is supposed to be something you enjoy. He created all things richly, the Bible says, for us to enjoy in First Timothy, chapter six, verse 17. He he created all things for us to enjoy. He said, don't make sure that tell the rich, don't be conceited. Don't fix your hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Do you see that to enjoy? I think so many Christians are missing out on the enjoyment of their relationship with God. I get it. We're in a real battle of lives and people and countries and viruses and finances and all the stuff that's happening in this world. I get it. I'm not like blind to that. God's not blind to that. But he has prepared a table for you. Where is the table? Oh, in the presence of our enemies. We don't have to get rid of all the enemies, whatever they are. In order to have the table, he said he prepares the table for us in the presence of our enemies. That's why we can enjoy life now. He says the table prepares a table for us. What happens at a table? You eat, you laugh, you fellowship, you enjoy. And he said we can do that even in the presence of our enemies. In fact, that's what freaks your enemy out the most. That's what freaks the devil out. What I I sent that to kill you. I sent that to kill. I sent that virus. I sent the the racial issues. I sent all this division and hate and anger and this and that. And man, and you're sitting at the table and enjoying life. Oh, man, dang, you are driving the devil nuts. When you lift your hands, when you praise Jesus, when you sing to him and thank him when you speak his word, when you rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice when you when you count it all joy, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, man, you're going to make it. You're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. I'm telling you. This is God's word. This is God's will. This is God's revelation. This is God's love. The thief that comes to steal. Is religion. Man made religions. Distorted views of Jesus. The thief comes to steal the accurate picture of Jesus because once he steals the accurate picture of Jesus out of your life, he can take anything. The thief is that Gnostic spirit. Some of you probably wonder what that means, and that's okay, because I. I had to look it up. (laughs) But the Gnostics, they were people in Paul's day. Who acted like they knew better than everybody else. And it was the spiritual pride that they had the inside information from God and that you got to make sure that you do what they say in order for you for them to share it with you. God will talk to you directly right from the Bible, right from the spirit of God, right in your church, right in your heart, right in your soul, right in your car, right in your shower. Let me tell you something. God knows your address. God knows how to get your get your attention. God's got your email. God's got your mess. God's got your 
phone number, God's got your Instagram account, God's got your accounts that you haven't even started of new ways of communicating that haven't even been invented yet. God already has all the numbers you're going to pick. Hallelujah. You see, the thief tries to tell you, the devil tries to tell you, religion tries to tell you, well, you don't really know you you have to go through us. Listen, Jesus is our high priest, not some denomination or some religion. Jesus. We have direct contact. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, man, I'm telling you. There's freedom, there's liberty for you today. You're not going to miss it. The devil wants you to think that if you don't get in on the newest information of what's going on with this and what's going on with that, if you don't know what the latest Facebook post is, if you don't know what the latest you know, COVID update is, if you don't know what the latest thing is regarding this and regarding that, you got to be in the know, you got to, you know, you're behind, you better get more adept to, you know, understanding more of, you know, what's happening in the world. And look, folks, here's what's happening in the world. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Jesus said, but I've come that you would have life in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what's happening in the world. Take your choice. Take your pick. I'm going with Jesus. How about you? I'm not letting the thief rob me of a beautiful view of Jesus. I'm not letting the thief rob me of the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. I'm not letting the devil rob me of the grace of God that has saved me and the grace of God that has made me and the grace of God that keeps me and the love of God that's new every morning and the mercy and kindness of God that is brand new every single morning that I can get up every day and expect goodness and mercy is going to get up with me. Goodness and mercy is going to follow me all the days of my life. The good days, yes. The bad days, yes. All the days, the worrisome days, all the days, the COVID days, all the days, the financial problem days, all the days, all the days, all the days of your life. My God, he's so good. That's all you got to know. God is good. The devil's bad. If you understand the tone of God's word can't help yourself from being happy. You cannot stop yourself from being happy. If you understand the tone of God's word, John, chapter one, verse one through three in the message Bible, the word was first. The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word. The word was God in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. You know who him is. You know who this word is. Jesus, say his name, Jesus. Look at it again. Verse one. The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word, the word of God in readiness for God. From day one, everything was created through him. And nothing, not one thing came into being without him. All that was created. What came into existence was life and the life was the light 
to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. <laughs> That's your savior. That's your beautiful Jesus. That's your beautiful savior. My beautiful Jesus, my beautiful savior, my God. Right. He who dwells in the secret place, which is Jesus Christ. He who dwells in the secret place, the secret place is Jesus. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty whose power no folk can withstand. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. You are my refuge. You are my fortress. You are my God. And in you I will trust. Psalm 91 verses one through three. You are my God, he says. You're my God. Say that. Jesus, you're my God. You're the word of God. So precious. If you really understand the tone, just like when you send somebody a text, if they don't understand the tone, we talked about this last week. If you don't understand the tone of that person, you could take their message wrong. You got to know the tone. You got to know what they their sound, what they mean, what their intent, what their heart is, what the. The tonation of their words and their voice and what they mean, where they're coming from, the spirit from which Jesus comes is love. Friendship. He closes the gap. It's the true knowledge of Jesus, which is our greatest need and the source of our greatest happiness. The true knowledge of Jesus is our greatest need and the source of our greatest happiness. Jesus, when you get to know the tone of God's word, you'll see in the scripture how he is the most beautiful personality. That. He is the one with the greatest wisdom, the greatest sense of humor, the greatest smile. Imagine Jesus smiling at you. At the table that he's sharing his bread and wine with you. Imagine what John saw that caused him to lean onto Jesus bosom. You see, you're not going to miss it. You know why? Because Jesus did all the work to bring you to him. And he's not going to let you. Flounder. In the winds of this world system that changes all the time, while his love and his word never change, they're the rock upon which your foot can be firm the rock upon which no matter what storms come against you, you can withstand anything. His love, his promises, his word, trusting in him. Will never, ever be wrong. It will always be the right thing. No matter what happens in this world, it will always be the right thing. In this, we can be sure. You know, if you really get this tone, you'll see Jesus, the kindest, the strongest, the friendliest, the happiest, the most generous, the most smart, sharp, cunning, clever, wise, the wisest. The wisdom of Solomon is nothing compared to the wisdom of Jesus. And Solomon was the wisest man of the world at that time. 
until Jesus and Jesus leaves Solomon in the dust. Comparatively, if you understand what I mean. Tragically, though, there are millions of people that have only heard of the religious Jesus and turned away from him in boredom. And I, like I said last week, I don't blame them. They've been given a distorted Jesus. They've been given a a Jesus that's not three dimensional. They've been given a one dimensional Jesus on a piece of a paper. Jesus is the person. He's the word. He's the greatest personality. He is the bigger than life, bigger than life, life. <laughs> when you think of somebody that that person was bigger than life, Michael Jordan, John Wayne or, you know, whoever you want to think of, you don't have to think those guys are. I'm just throwing names out. But people that, you know, just have this bigger than life, they walk in and everything stops. That's Jesus bigger than the biggest. But yet people have been bought into a different Jesus and I'm not having it. I'm not having that. Not in my life, not in yours. We're not going to have a different Jesus. We're going to have the Jesus, the three dimensional Jesus that is alive. He was, he is and he is to come. He said, I'm the last and the first and the last. I'm the alpha and the omega. I'm the beginning and the end. I was dead and now I'm alive. I have the keys of hell and death. I've got the power of God. I got the love of God. I got everything you need. I already beat that old devil. I got the victory and here it is. I'm joint heir with the father and you're now a joint heir with me. Come on, sit with me. Sit with me, son. Sit with me, daughter. Everything's going to be all right. I give you a seat with me, not near me, not close to me, with me. My God. <laughs> John to the seven churches in Asia, Revelation one, verse four in the New King James Bible, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. Revelation chapter one. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ. He's talking about the same person. Him who was and is and is to come. Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth to him. Who loved us, who loved us to him, who loved us and washed us. From our sins in his own blood. And has made us kings and priests to his God and father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Behold, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Do you see how the devil lies? Well, you might miss it. Every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him. All the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. If they have not accepted him, even so, amen. Jesus says, I am the alpha, verse eight and the omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is. Listen to this magnificent, beautiful savior. Who is and who was and who is to come, the almighty. Whew. You know, to be mistaken about Jesus is the saddest and worst mistake of all. You could be mistaken about everything else. 
I don't want you to be mistaken about Jesus. The idea of missing God and missing what you need to know. That is preposterous if you know the real Jesus. The word of God from the beginning, who is, who was, who is to come, the almighty, the alpha and omega beginning in the end. Jesus said, listen. He's too big to miss, he's too present. He's too caring. He's too fatherly to leave you hanging. Jesus said in John 14, 18, I'm not going to leave you alone. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Look at verse 16 of John 14. He says, I will ask the father and he will give you another helper. He says, I will give I will ask the father. He will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. Who is that? The spirit of truth. The true spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I'm not leaving you alone. I'll come back. But in the meantime, I'm sending you the very same spirit that lived inside of me. When I was a man, when I walked this earth, Jesus is telling us I'm giving you that same spirit, not a different spirit, the spirit of truth. Listen, he will tell you everything that you need to know. Every eye is going to see he will tell you you're not going to miss it. He'll remind you of what Jesus said. The Holy Spirit is the best reminder, better than your phone, better than your spouse, better than anything. John 16, 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. John 16, 13, he will guide you into all the truth. He's not speaking on his own initiative. He's not making stuff up. But whatever he, the Holy Spirit hears, he will speak and he will show you what is to come. Listen, you got the beautiful Jesus. You got the precious Holy Spirit living inside of you. You're not going to miss it. He'll show you what you need to know. He will take from the father, he will take of mine. And he will show it to you. He will glorify Jesus, any spirit that doesn't glorify Jesus. The spirit glorifies the flesh. Look at what I did. Look at what I accomplished. Look at what I did for God. That's not the spirit of Jesus. The spirit of Jesus, he says he will glorify me. And he will take of what is Jesus and he will disclose it to you. All things that the father has are mine, Jesus said. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine. The Holy Spirit will. And he'll give it to you, disclose it to you, reveal it to you. You're not going to miss it. Say it again. I'm not going to miss it. Mm. When God wants your attention, he knows how to find you. The words, don't you care? That's the cry of the uncertain about Jesus character. Don't you care, Lord? You must not know his nature. You must not know his character. If you ask him, don't you care when you know his character, you'll know he cares. When you know his tone, you'll know he cares. We've got to stop living in the fear of missing it. 
scrambling and scratching to survive. No. All of God's purpose, all of God's will starts with hearing God's voice. And God's voice always starts with love. Mark chapter 111, when Jesus came up out of the waters of baptism, the first thing that came out of heaven, a voice came out of heaven. You are my beloved son. Jesus hadn't done a miracle here, not not yet preached a sermon, not yet gone into the ministry. He was about to. But the father gave him his seal of approval before he could ever work for it or earn it just as he gives to you the moment you accept his beloved son. You are my beloved son and you I'm well pleased. Then the spirit directed him to go into the wilderness. You can't face the wilderness without the love of the father. Even Jesus didn't go into the wilderness until the father you could call it the Catholics might call it confirmation like he confirmed. I think we were in eighth grade or something. We had confirmation. I confirmed I didn't know anything that was with confirmation for me. But Jesus comes up out of the waters of baptism. And a voice from heaven, man, we've heard enough voices from this earth. We've heard enough voices from the news channels. We've heard enough voices from the scientists and the doctors that didn't get much right either. But Jesus never gets it wrong. And the father says, I love what the New Living Translation says here. It says in Mark 111 and a voice from heaven said, you. Are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. You're my dearly, you're my darling, you're my love, you're my adoration, you're the source of my affection and the direction of my affection and the <laughs> receiver of my affection. My dearly loved son, are you kidding me? This is the real Jesus. This is what the father's like. The will of God starts. You can't miss the will of God when you realize the will of God starts with hearing his voice and you can't miss his voice when you realize his voice starts with love. You're my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. You know what that's saying? You bring me delight. You bring me delight. You know, Psalm 37 verse four has been um, a scripture that has been vandalized for years, like I talked to you about last week about vandalizing Jesus, how they how the religion vandalizes and so dis, distorts the accurate view of what Jesus really is and what he's really like. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Religion has told us we have, you know, you got to just like take the you know, you just got to think about nothing but delight yourself in the Lord. You can't really you know, got it. It's almost sounds negative the way religion paints. Delight is a first of all, delight is a wonderful word. Delight. How was that ice cream delightful? How was that sex delightful? How was that whatever it is that you can think of this delightful? It's good. 
He wants you to be delighted. Take delight is what it's literally translated as. Take delight. When you take delight, when you realize it is delightful to know him, he's going to give you every desire that your heart could ever have. Because you truly find him delightful. And when you because if you didn't find him delightful, you didn't find him. You found some different Jesus, some distorted Jesus, some Mona Lisa with the mustache. You get me? <laughs> God wants you to be delighted by him. And you don't need somebody else to delight you. He says, delight yourself. You'll be delighted yourself like you're responsible to have to see Jesus the way he really is and to just take delight in him, to enjoy him, to adore him. Remember the scripture in Proverbs 8, verse 30, I read it to you from the JPS translation. I'll read it to you again. It's all about delight, wisdom personified. Then I was by him as a nursling. Wisdom is saying. Wisdom is playing because wisdom always knows it wins in the end. I was daily his delight. I was his nursling. I was daily all delight. It was so great playing, always playing, always before him, playing in his habitable earth. And my delights are with the sons of men. I like this translation. I'll put it on the screen for you. I was beside him as his darling. I was daily his delight, playing before him always, playing in his inhabited earth. And my delights were with human humanity, humankind. Wisdom is delight, just takes delight. This was Jesus was delighted in the fought with the father. The father was delighted with him. You're Man, we have the, if as he is, so are we in this world. See, we don't see the side of God preached a lot. And I'm sorry for not having got this. But man, God took something really bad in this world and turned it into something good in my life and turned it into something good for me to share with you. That doesn't mean that nothing bad happened. It doesn't mean nothing bad will happen. It just means that God can always turn it around. And if we can draw out of this season and playing with delight. Let the boys and girls play in the streets like the Bible says in Zechariah eight, verse five. But this scripture, I was always playing. Why is wisdom always playing? Because wisdom knows it always wins in the end. Why is wisdom so relaxed? Because wisdom knows it always wins in the end. God, I love I love you. God, I love you. In Hebrews one, verse one through three. God speaks in his son. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets and in many portions and in many ways. He doesn't speak like that. He doesn't speak through them anymore. He spoke through them in many portions and in many ways. But in these last days has spoken to us in his son and we learn he has spoken Son, everything has to be filtered in your life now through what Jesus did, through what the son did, 
whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory, the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. I want to make a few points here and close with one scripture and we're going to go out with a moment of worship to the Lord. It says. In verse one, God spoke through the prophets. I'm not saying we can't learn through the prophetic words of Scripture in the Old Testament. We can certainly learn, but they all point to Jesus. Jesus is everywhere in that Bible of yours it's sitting on your lap right now or wherever it is on your phone. Whatever Jesus is and whatever he says supersedes whatever anybody else said. That's my first point on that from this verse. I'm not starting now. I'm just closing. <laughs> Jesus didn't come to bring the law or to break the law. He came to fulfill the law so that you could walk in the fullness of the blessing without fear of the curse. And now we are complete in him. The law is fulfilled in Christ. Now. Our lives are all about believing that Jesus did it all and trusting God. And thanking him because you are not going to miss it. All that's left for us to do is believe what Jesus did. Believe what he said. Trust him. Thank him. Jesus is the heir of all things. This passage tells us. And the Bible tells us he shares this inheritance with us. Wow. He shares his inheritance with you and me. Romans 8:16 tells us you can look that one up later. And everything there is to know and to love about God is found in Jesus. Everything there is to know and love about God is found. In Jesus. If you never received him as your savior and Lord today, would you pray with me? And we're going to just worship God for a moment. Just going to love him back for loving us. If you've never received him, pray with me. Just pray this out loud. Heavenly Father, you're not sure you're going to heaven. Just pray this out loud. Heavenly Father, I believe. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. I believe the blood of Jesus washes away all my sin. And I. Am your beloved now. I've always been, but now I know. That I'm your beloved and you're mine. In Jesus name. Yes, it's that simple because Jesus did all the hard work. His yoke now is easy and his burden is light. Let's just take a moment and worship him as we close today. And I bless you in Jesus name. Would you lift your hands right where you're at? Just love him back because of his love for you.
want you to know this God singing to you also. First, he loved us first. We love him because he first loved us. He's saying, I just love you. He's saying, you are all I've dreamed. Just like he's all we've ever dreamed. He's all we've ever wanted. Once we know him, we realize that's all I've ever needed, all I've ever wanted. You are the object of his love and his desire, and you're all he wants. At the end of it all, it's relationship with God as Father. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love and the affection and presence of the Holy Spirit. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed that powerful message. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast for more amazing messages like what you just heard. You can also search for Gregory Dickow on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for tons of great content throughout the week.